Hello, my name is Chevy. Hello, my name is Matthew. We are now creating a podcast, which I'm calling 3AM Thoughts. Um, this podcast is about everything that you think about in the middle of the night when you are all by yourself, the only one awake, those little things that might drag on your mind or create you some discord, some unharmoniousness with yourself. Well, I'm going to talk about those things as best as possible. And I'm with my life partner here, Matthew, going to help me with that. Hello. We're going to be uh, talking about things. And you know what? I hope it helps. Why don't you listen and find out what it's about? Um, because you know what? We're just going to do the best we can. That's all you can do. You can't do better than your best. Let's do it. This is called 3AM Thoughts. So I would like now on episode number two to discuss a matter that is quite sensitive to most men. Not so much for me, but maybe internally more than I willing to speak out loud and Matthew I don't know how you feel about this but we're gonna find out and this topic is masculinity I myself am a 32 year old male um, I believe I dress masculine I tend to wear the old 90s grunge style yes I'm rehashing an old trend but I am wearing camouflage pants most of the time or dark colored pants one way or another and a heavy metal or rock band tee I have other ones, of course. I have plenty of t-shirts. I have a collection of at least 75 t-shirts. And I keep collecting them. And I That's like to wear them. Yes, I do. You need more shirts, young man. I know, I do. So I, I always need more shirts. So I'm a 32-year-old male um, who is a rocker style. Um, the uh, gay scene, they call me the, a bad boy. Um, even girls have called me that before, actually. Yeah. Although I really am not anymore. I mean, that's a definition. Really, I, I can't be, yeah. So, Matt, how would you describe yourself as a man? Uh, myself as a man, I am one where I will, um, I have my own sense of fashion. I guess you could call me the fashionista in its own way, where I go with my own style and I'll make something work and I'll rock it. And you know what? You're not too feminine. You're not too effeminate. Like, you are definitely masculine. Um, in fact, I actually view you, despite how your voice sounds, I view you as more masculine than I am. Really? I tend to be the puppy. I tend to be the one that cowers in the corner when uh, triggered. <laughs> um, I used to be the one to lash out and yell, and I grew past that. I'm also I'm on medication, but I tend to not get angry anymore. Now, if we have a fight, you're the one that's going to honestly tend to uh, hold the man card a bit more. I wouldn't call it the man card, but if you're going to call it that, I guess you're going to call it that. Um... You tend to be more dominant in an argument. I tend to take over the the whole scene, yes. Is that masculine or not, though? The uh, question is, is that masculine? It can be seen as such, but women can do that, too. Women can own a man in a fight if they want to. Oh, yeah. If they really want to, they will own like that. So what is masculinity? It depends on who you are. For me, masculinity means that basically I'm not going to get fucked with while walking down the street. It means that if I decide that um, I don't want to give somebody um, a cigarette or a dollar when they're trying to build it for me, I won't give it to them. I stand up for myself. Um, I work very hard. My job is very physical. I am a dishwasher. Um, I've been doing it for almost three years now, and uh, I love it. Um, I, I love my job. I love what I do there. I love the strenuous activity. Um, I pulled a few muscles, and I still love it. Um, Thank you. And I, I consider that masculine. Um, Matt, in what ways would you, would you, would you describe yourself as masculine? Uh, I am actually a caretaker by trade and I've taken care of just 
elderly dementia, as well as hospice care and palliative. So to be a caretaker to actually have that nurturing side, I think it takes a real strong masculine man to actually be like, hey, it's okay. You can hold my hand. Let Te me help you. Technically, that is more on the feminine side. There actually is a definition of this. So there is masculine and feminine attributes and traits. Um, to be masculine, for example, um, you know, you would have to say, um, uh, be willing to fight or be willing to argue. Uh, whereas for feminine, you'd be willing to work things out and be more sensitive to feelings. And both of us are very feminine. More In our own way, yeah. Yes, we, we are. We're very feminine. Um, I am one that wants to talk about feelings all the time. I like to discuss uh, emotions and uh, what, how X makes me feel like Y. Um, Matt, you are a caretaker. You're a caregiver at heart. Um, you're a very generous person. Um, that can be seen as masculine and feminine. Um, both ways, I believe, actually. I think I'm just stuck in the middle here, just like a half-breed, so. <laughs> you are kind of a half-breed. Like, I mean, if you, if any of you have ever seen what Matt looks like, um, he he can look feminine or he can look masculine. Um, I, myself, can try to look feminine, but it doesn't work. <laughs> um, and I better just keep staying the way I am. Uh, my uh, heavy metal band tees seem to work pretty well for me. Yeah, they do. So what uh, is your... You rock it. Thank you. I was going to ask what your opinion on that was. What, what is your opinion on my shirts? The shirts? How many do I own? Oh my god, one too many. I can't keep. I can't keep track. I do. Hmm. I can't. It's one too many. I guess you could say. And what kind of shirts do I wear? Middleman shirts. More than that, though. But yes, oh, primarily. Yeah. Really. If you have a raccoon shirt here, heck, sign them up. I have, I have several. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I always willing to take raccoons. I, I I am a raccoon at heart. Um, it is my spirit animal. Um, so what I'm saying is that. While being men and both identifying as men, we both have very feminine traits to us, um, as anybody will. Everybody will have masculine and feminine traits. If you are entirely masculine, in my opinion, you're putting on a front, and um, there is more to you than meets the eye. Yes. And that's when people will often enter the gay scene uh, undercover. Um, they will be closeted and um, be a complete sub, even though they appear so masculine and dominant. Nope going into bed and they just want to just be owned pretty um much. <laughs> pretty a, much. it's pretty surprising sometimes isn't it oh it is it is you take like the hardcore macho man that's been pumping iron at the gym for like you know weeks on end months on end he loves getting fucked in the ass <laughs> be explicit here anyway sorry for the uh for the um obscenities there but um so basically what i'm saying is that you don't have to act or dress masculine to be masculine to be no, male masculinity is a very sensitive issue for most men it is for me um for example um my partner here matt and i we had an issue where we were not um very sexual for a while and um i expressed to him straight up i said this is affecting my, my sense of masculinity because i myself enjoyed sexual acts and um i feel more like a man when i do it and uh you know if, unless you're transgender, and I, I don't know enough about that to touch on that. Um, this this conversation completely excludes transgender. Um, I want to make that clear. Um, I don't know what it's like, so therefore I cannot probably comment on it. I've not, not done enough research. This is just about men who identify as a male. So, yes. uh, right. So, like, you know, you go through day to day, you act and tough act, you act and look masculine. When you come home. Do you argue with your wife? Do you whine? Do you complain like I do? Um, it's very effeminate. Um, it's not a trait I really want to attribute to women, but that is on the um, feminine side of the spectrum. There actually is a spectrum, believe it or not. So, um, yeah, like 
where do we lie? Like, where do people lie? So to be masculine, what do you have to be? You don't have to dress a certain way. You don't have to act a certain way. You don't have to cause any fights or start any BS with anybody, you know. Um, honestly, what it really includes is how you act as a person, um, in my opinion. How you act, like, you know, as the, the better person. So say you're walking down the street and so-and-so, Granny Esta, needs, um, Granny Esta? whatever her name is, okay? Gran Granny needs some help. Where groceries getting into the uh, into her apartment. If you know her and you're willing to um, give her a hand, give her a hand, then yeah, um, that's being masculine. I mean. Yeah, I would agree with that one. Um, I think it's I think another form of masculinity that I see is um, you know the little girl down the street and say, "That kitty got stuck in the tree." So being that you know kind-hearted guy next door or the one that's willing to help always just to go up and just fetch the cat and be like here you go child have a great day child. Child. so no i'm actually researching this right now about masculinity traits okay so the stereotypical idea of the stereotypical idea of feminine traits are that you are seen as nurturing emotional and creative uh, and to a man, it's viewed as needy, over-emotional, and weak, which I have been called these things. Now, I am nurturing, emotional, and creative. Um, obviously, I'm, I must be creative if I'm making this podcast right now. Um, I could not make this without creativity. Um, nurturing, I care for two children. I try to care for you, Matt. I am a caregiver at heart. Um, yeah. I'm not very good at it, but I try my damn best. That's for yeah, sure. Well, you put your best foot forward. That's, I love it. I love it. I appreciate that. You're welcome. And emotional. Yes, I am extremely emotional. That is, that is my, probably my most feminine trait is my emotions. Um, as it says here, it's food is needy, over-emotional, and weak. To combat these negative misconceptions, quote-unquote, most men choose wounded masculine traits such as competitiveness, dominance and abuse instead of understanding the female side processing and embracing it their fear and insecurities push them to choose unhealthy masculine traits this, is, this does not mean he's a bad person but it does show that he struggles to understand himself and is avoiding to deal with his internal issues but knowing the healthy and, and unhealthy masculine traits is the first step to working towards having them so what makes a man huh? i think a man makes a man um confidence I mean, here, this is, off of, this is off of a website called lovepanky.com. I have to credit this. Lovepanky.com. Love sounds like they're advertising some, some sex uh, advice. <laughs> um, but yes, confidence is a big one. Honestly, I like that a lot. Matt, I admire about you your level of confidence. Oh. You are a generally confident person, far much more so than myself. This is one of the main reasons that I say you are more, more masculine than I am. Okay. And, and tell, tell me about your confidence level. Uh, I'd say my confidence level some days is more of, oh, some days I'd see myself as, as a six, if not as seven. Um, other times I see it as I'm going to take over and rule, and it's complete 12. So, yeah, it, it depends on what the confidence that I'm projecting out towards. For me, generally, it is always on a lower end of the scale, probably a three to five. Um, but depending on the situation, I might rise rise to the opportunity, rise to the occasion, and jump up to a six or seven or eight. Um, that's rare. Um, 
I felt the way about my work for a long time, my job. Um, it's been waning a bit lately because of some issues I've been having. But in order to fix these issues, I have to become more of a man. And I've been doing that. You have. And not, not, not just because you've become a man. It's you've adapted and been knowledgeable of so many things and aspects that you haven't been aware of. So I think that just makes you more of a man that you're willing to learn and have that open-mindedness. Yes, I'm very open-minded, and um, I'm always willing to listen to new things and accept new strategies and ideas. Um, you know what? But I still value who I am as a person, and I think that, that is confidence right there. I know who I am. I know me. Like Nobody knows me like me, and I certainly fucking know me. And uh, I know what my ticks are, my triggers are. Um, I know what my things I love are, and uh, I can say this is me, this is not me. I can look at one thing and say... I'm sorry. I will never. I will never approach this with a level of interest. I'm sorry. I'll say this is right in my alley. This is great. Um, and like, I would say, like, you know, I know how I feel. At any given moment, at any given moment, I can tell you exactly how I feel emotionally at that moment. So sorry to be redundant there, <laughs> but um, I can say like right now, uh, I'm feeling a little subconscious. Yeah, I am because I'm recording a podcast for the first time. This is uh, episode number two, and I'm going to record this to the best of my ability. Um, that is confidence right there, but I'm a little nervous about it. I don't know if I am sure about this. And that comes down to self-assuredness. I know who I am. I'm serious. I know who I am. And I'm yes, dead, dead fucking too. serious. Matt, do you know who you are? Be honest. I, honestly, honest. Open up here. I'm going to be dead honest here. I'm going to say, honestly, I'm about 50-50. Yes and no. I'm almost 40 years Well, almost 40. <laughs> I am 40 years old here, and still, I only know half of but I thought I knew. So, no, self-assurance, I still don't know who the hell I am sometimes. Yeah, it's more about, like, figuring out like, who you are as a person. Like, you know, like, do you have, like, something that keeps you grounded and secure in yourself? I have you. I have you. So I love. We got the kids. Well, we have them. Yeah, we have them when we have them. But you know what? It's always great when we have them. So what is your favorite thing to do when I'm at work? Besides with seeing your friends? Um, I'd have to say... Doing the dishes. <laughs> making sure the house is clean. Honestly. Okay. That's that... one thing that does ground me that I can... Also just gives me that task of... Get it done. Now see, that might be seen as an effeminate trait. However, though, this is number three on the list of masculine traits, which is responsibility. Responsibility means that you understand the tasks at hand that you need to make done... Um, to, to do, uh, you're making smart choices, you're taking accountability, and um, you are getting things done. Uh, that is actually a very masculine trait. Uh, a man putting on a pair of yellow vinyl dish uh, dishwashing gloves and putting a fucking apron on, that makes him more of a man than anything before. I really would have to say that, too. That That's, makes you even more of a man. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I have to agree. The, uh, the general concept of masculinity amongst people, I think, is really skewed. Um, you know, having muscles... Sure, they make you masculine, but can a woman not have muscles? Because I've been beaten in an arm wrestling match by a woman before who was stronger than me. I would, I would not fight a certain coworker of mine, I tell you that much. Two of them, uh, female coworkers, uh, I would not fight them in an arm wrestling match. They'd probably win. Um, I, I dress as tough as hell sometimes, you know, in my camo and shit. But you know what? I'm actually not that strong when it comes to upper, upper body strength. Um, my legs, I can, I can walk for miles. But upper body strength, I'm kind of lacking there. Like, 
it's there, but it's not very intense. That's for sure. Yes. You though, however, Matt, I've, I felt your massages. You have some biceps on your arm. Oh, what? Those little pip squeaks? Be honest. What? Honestly, I'm no different than any other, like, uh, trying to... You have stamina. How about that? You can go on longer giving massage than anybody ever met before. And you do, do it hard and firm. And you, you, yeah, you know what? You got it down. Like, honestly, hey, straight men over there, if you want to really um, appease your woman, give her a back massage, a shoulder massage. Without her asking, just just offer it to it. her. Just do it. Be like Nike. Just do it. She will freaking love it. This is coming from a mostly effeminate man. That's me. Um, you would not think I am, but if you know me well enough, you all know the truth. I'm pretty feminine. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I have no problem with that. Um, I show I wear I wear myself off on my sleeve. Like I show I show my I show my personality off on my sleeve and let anybody know who I am um, all the time. Um, I might not have to say it. I show up by my t-shirts and the way I act. Um, you can tell when I'm shy. Now that's not a very masculine trait. Being shy, that's not confident. That's the opposite of confidence. So I am often effeminate in that way that. I have trouble in speaking to other people because of my social anxiety. Um, now, because I have social anxiety, am I seen as weak? Or am I seen as, as less of a man? No, not at all. Yeah, I and that's... It takes much courage. Even going to the grocery store sometimes is a hassle for me. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know if there's anybody out there that can identify with that. Um, but social anxiety is basically when um, you feel an increase in anxious emotions, uh, heart rate goes up, physical uncomfortability um when in public settings or talking to other people like right now i'm just talking to a microphone i actually believe it or not have a degree in radio broadcasting two years associates in radio broadcasting um so i know what i'm doing here i said i pretend i do my voice is going to shit since then but i try my best um and that, that that's masculine right there because i'm saying no matter how good i do i still tried and that is showing confidence i got this so responsibility, I have a job, I have a full-time job, and I, re- I really care about my job. It's very important to me, and I'll put my all into it every, anytime. Um, Matt over here, being unemployed at the moment, um, he has a massive responsibility taking care of this apartment, and uh, he does it well every time. You own up to your responsibilities, that is a masculine trait, and it's not to say that women don't do that. Very true, very true. W- women will... will no, 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 they're like, no, some women would look at that almost as a sexist remark, I right, think. Right. And I could be wrong, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I know sometimes there are the stereotypes that, you know, women in the house, men at work. Well, I will tell you that, unfortunately, the past two women that I was with, I'm talking um, 11 years of two relationships now <laughs> between the two, um, they didn't do diddly squat around the house most of the time. Um, and that's really not their fault. I don't, I don't believe it's their gender. It's just that depression and anxiety of the whole of them. I know what that's like. I get it. And uh, I can't judge on that. But yes, I'm dating a man for the first time in 12 years. Um, yeah, I believe that Matt here is very much of a man. He takes care of his responsibilities. Um, when there are children here, he makes sure they're I, all done. I, I tell him to text him on the phone at work. Make sure they get their shower in tonight. Already done. How? Right. This I remember good, that th- first time too. That was hilarious. Yep. Oh my god! You called me up and you were just like, "Hey, just a reminder." It's like, make sure the kids get their showers. Like, already done. Like they already had supper. They already had showers. They're good. They're ch- PJs. Hairs brushed. Teeth brushed. They're sitting watching TV, and we are good to roll. I was like, okay, I'm not used to that, and that is awesome. 
And that really isn't masculine or feminine. That's just taking care of responsibilities. And uh, I believe that that shows a strong character trait in general. Um, so anyway, but, but it also shows a very, you know, big role in being supportive to your partner and while having kids. Exactly. Um, being supportive is a number four here on the traits of masculinity, being supportive. Um, that is very important because if you can't be supportive of your partner, who he, she is, what they do, what they want to do, their goals, their achievements, then you are less of a man than you thought you were. Um, selfishness is a bad trait um, for any gender, and I believe it takes away from positive masculinity and positive femininity. Um, so to just show that you're generally interested in the relationship you have with this person and you care, um, then that really shows a very strong man in you and uh don't hide those emotional feelings is my big deal if you have your emotions don't feel you have to hide them because of your gender or because your your parents said you shouldn't hide your emotions well fat time but like you know you, you should feel free to express them as they are and i will wear my emotions on my sleeve because you know what once they're out there i can't take them back and whatever repercussions I face, I face them now. And I, that would happen either way. This is true. If I never said it, I'd still have to dwell on it. And no. that's why you don't dwell on issues, okay? So, <laughs> so when I have an issue with something, I will say it directly, outright, right then, right now. This is my problem. And uh, that's being a real man, in my opinion. That is being a real fucking man. Um you know, I, I, I'm able to do that. And because, I mean, honestly, I've just been through so much BS in my life. I'm just done dealing with it. I am entirely done dealing with bullshit. Um, and if I have a problem, I'll say it straight up. And hopefully that does not lead to bullshit. Now, sometimes I get all the still weepy ass over here. Right. And uh, I, I cry a little bit and, and get all sensitive and emotional. And that, honestly, is probably the gay side in me. Um, I, I tend Just to, a little. How could you tell? What do you have to say about it? Is that here? Nope, no curiosity. Oh, no, 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 no yeah, it, it's your feminine side really coming out, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, now, me, myself, is one where I could, you could put me in a room full of women, and I would become, like, you know, Susie Homemaker in two Social seconds. butterfly. Yes. <laughs> Uh, well, I could be in a room full of women, and I would want, I'd probably end up uh, kicking and screaming at the door. <laughs> um, get me out of here. Okay. Um, I honestly don't get along with well with any women, and I don't want that to um, uh, unattract any listeners. Um, please don't feel that I'm judging any of our listeners. If we even actually get any, <laughs> that'd be great. Hey, here's hoping to the future. Definitely. So, yeah, but it's just that I kind of clash with women. Unfortunately, as I grew up, um, I had a very dysfunctional relationship with my mother. Um, I increasingly had a even more dysfunctional relationship with my sister, especially come um, high school years for me. Um, just verbal abuse, physical abuse, and uh, emotional abuse, you know, three of them, and uh, me being the third. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it happened all the time. And uh, that really changed my uh, perception of females. And uh, I actually have just realized this for the first time uh, just a few days ago, that those instances where those horribly negative things happened regarding my mother and my sister, who I lived with, I did not live with my father after 10, my two females in my family. And I grew up really hating women. And that's not fair. It's not fair to women. And that's not fair to me. Fair enough. Honestly, I wish that 
I wish that I didn't have these issues with women. Um, I wish that I could get along with them more. But um, like I said, I was with a woman for seven and a half years, uh, married, two children. And in the end, we clashed so hard, we couldn't even say each other to be around each other. And um, uh, I can tell you that um, after that, I was single for about two months, maybe. Um, and I, I got with another female um, who was my girlfriend for three and a half years. And she was a little abusive physically and a little bit mentally. Um, but she was tough enough to whip me into shape. Um, she was more of a man than I was. Um, I was the female and she was the male in the relationship and I wasn't the first one to comment on that. I've had other people say that. Um, you know, I may dress how I dress, I may act like I act. And trust me, if anybody were to give my boyfriend any shit, I'd pop him in the face. I'm trying to sound tough here. I'm not threatening anybody. But um, when my anger peaks, it peaks and I get very defensive of my favorite person. Part of borderline personality disorder is having a favorite person. That in this case being my Matthew. And uh, that means that I give him special privileges and treat him in ways that I do not treat other people way better. So this is a part of number five of masculinity, which is boundaries. So a healthy masculine trait, quote unquote, is knowing where your personal boundaries are. For example, a barmaid could be having two beers when you go out because you know after the second beer you get sleepy and pass out. It's a simple boundary, but significantly impacts your life for the better. Yeah. So I know that I will not take too many shots before work. And you know what? If I have a shot before, I'm sorry. It takes away the cravings, but that's about it. Um, I will not get drunk before work. I will not get fucked up before work. Um, also, if I know that my hubby is expect expecting me in bed that night, you know, quote unquote in bed, um, then yeah, I will probably um, probably take a shower first and uh, make sure I'm clean. And that's 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 giving boundaries and respecting these boundaries too. Um, I I believe that my boundaries are not to be yelled at. Um, it, is, it is a trigger for me being screamed at um, when I see there's no purpose to it, especially um, from when I was a child, things, blah, blah, blah. But anyway, that's another issue. We'll get to that in the future. There's so much more to cover here. So boundaries are a big thing. Um, being Understanding them is a big rule. Um, Matt here has actually expressed his boundaries very well recently, but I think he's been confused about them. He'll be back shortly to confirm or deny that. Um, okay, one of the last things is stability and this one i struggle with the most mental and emotional stability now mental stability i believe i've got it down i pretty much do but then it comes to emotions that's where i slip up see i know myself so well i know my triggers i know my causes i know my issues and my happies i know it all um and that's just because of so much introspective self-thought and learning i've done to myself um you learn these things over time and I really don't know how else to put that. Um, you need to understand who you are as a person. And if you can do that, you can go far, kid. Um, so our emotional stability, that is where I wane. Um, I tend I tend to get very confused about that. And uh, Matt, how do you describe my emotional stability sometimes? So say, say I miss my, my uh, anxiety med. Oh, God, top us. How many days? Um, my psych med one day and no, none of my anxiety med. Run, duck, and cover. No, seriously. No, okay, it's not that bad. Um, no, really. First time, it's you try to make up for it, and you're a little bit off here. Like, you kind of get, I don't want to say your speech, but, like, your thoughts. Jumbled. Yes. I'm having trouble forming proper thoughts. Correct. And um, I start to lose my stability. I start to not know what's best for me. And uh, I might make bad or rash decisions, um, be more impulsive. 
Very much so. These are signs honestly of my borderline personality disorder. Um, and that affects my life greatly. So say two days without sex meds. Oh, this is not good. It is an antipsychotic. I'm not gonna lie about it that. It is, and your and, temper flares up a bit more, and that's why you right. are jumping to conclusions. Um you feel that the world is actually against you. The world is out to get me, man. Like everybody I run across is a threat, I feel. And getting into that, that's maybe another topic in itself for a whole it other is, episode. Um, yeah. Why would people... So go ahead, I apologize. No, I was actually going to agree that, yeah, that is another topic for itself here. But, you know, if we're talking about masculinity, you know, your aggression comes on. Aggression could be seen as a form of masculinity. I, or, I call it, I'd call it more toxic masculinity, but yes. Thank you. Toxic masculinity is a masculine trait that is uh, negative in every way. It is. Like argumentativeness, being a one to fight, wanting to verbally argue. Um, I hate these things, but if I miss my psych med one, two days, um, yeah, I'm probably going to be arguing and, uh, poor Matt here has to deal with that. And I really respect him for helping me those few times that that's happened. Um, I try my best to make sure I take my antipsychotic as much as possible. It's 5.19 in the morning. I'll take it in 20 minutes. No worries. Trust you guys. I'll get to it. See, see, you gotta have somebody keep it on track. That's my feminine side. He's going to take care of me. So another thing here, Courage. You all have our fears, quote unquote, the things that hold us back from going forward. Okay. No, it is not easy to feel courage. It can be very difficult, you know, but if you can face your fears and push through things, you'll be a better person. And uh, I, I've done that a lot of times. So in my case, um, I honestly, I'm labeled a bad boy for a reason. I used to be involved in criminal activity, honestly. And uh, I've gone to court so many times, and to go into court knowing that you're going to get a charge that could affect your life for the time being, that takes a lot of courage. It and, does. Uh, you know, you know, if you, you know what happens if you don't show up, you would get a summons, a warrant out of your arrest for failure to appear in court. Um, okay, like say uh, my boss confronts me about taking an extra cigarette break, which I have lately been getting in a lot of trouble for. Oh my gosh, uh, a cigarette. That's a little. <laughs> cigarette. Anyway. So, yeah, uh, she tells me, she asked me, I won't lie to her. I'll say, I'm sorry. Yes, I did go up for again, and I apologize. What more can I say than that? There's um, not much more. Yeah. You can't say. If you, you, can just, you just give it up. Don't lie. If you do something wrong, you know. Um, you just, in this case, this is not really me. Reasoning. So I reason with them by just being dread, dead, straightforward, dead honest, and upfront about what I've done, what I might have done. Or my intentions were. Um, okay, so apparently, um, sorry for the break here. Um, apparently, Anchor will cut out after 29 minutes and 59 seconds. And apparently, I exceeded that limit. So here we go again. As I was saying, um, I know we're back. Uh, we had to put like a little pause of silence in between those two things there to make it more understandable, right? <laughs> That's the thing I was afraid of, is I'm afraid of people not understanding what I mean. If somebody might get the wrong impression of something, I feel like it is my moral obligation to correct them. Do you feel that way about things, Matt? Oh, yeah. Seriously. No, really, I do. Um, Like when you know certain facts and you know you're right. Um, Or you know that, you know, the fact that they're telling you is just, excuse me, it's just off. Excuse me. But you want to sit there and just be like, hey, I feel you should know that 
this is what it actually is, not what you think this might be. Yeah, I, I, I'm always afraid of like, people getting the wrong idea of me. One of my one of my one of my biggest fears, I would say, is um people not understanding me properly, um which is very hard to do based on how I look and act. Um, I give this general do not approach me attitude, uh, and dress code. Um, with my death metal band shirts per se and a pair of uh, foreign European camouflage pants. <laughs> um, you know what? I rock it. I love it. Well, but, hey, I just thought, you know, you had your little, you know, camouflage pants on and t-shirt and a pink little tutu. So I'm a pretty, pretty princess. Remind that I put on a pink tutu. All right, fine. No, Scratch I'm serious. No, I'm joking. Oh, okay. I was just trying to be funny here. I'm a pretty princess. <laughs> We we can't all be as sexy as Buffalo Bill. Yeah, this is true. He's an incredible actor, though. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> uh, anyway, though, um, yeah. So being a male has so many different aspects to it. Really, like being masculine. Um, now, remember, masculinity and femininity do not necessarily represent gender. They represent know. types of traits. Um, where I got left off on here before I got as I was cut out <laughs> was um on the ambitious thing okay now when it comes to being independent number 10 being independent and uh, as far as being masculine goes or being feminine um i'd say women are very dependent for one so this applies to both in my opinion i agree um i mean for the most part um the um my, my last girlfriend uh she wanted so hard to be independent she has trouble with it because she is codependent as i am um now on her boyfriend as i kind of in my mind but you know what? She's very independent. And I actually learned for the first time in my entire life to be truly independent, um, living on my own last summer. However, you, fat, you um, rewind back to, say, um, summer and fall of 2016 when I was breaking up with my wife. And even before then, 2015 and up, um, I started going to metal shows in Portland, Portland, Maine, where we live. We live in Augusta. We, I travel an hour or so to Portland. I had a car and a license, and I would do shows all my own. And most of the times, I would sleep in my car. I would sleep in my car overnight. And, I was not in Portland. Well, I would go to, uh, I'll be honest, I went to a methadone clinic. I had to be there at 5.30 in the morning to dose up. And so I would park at the Goodwill next door. There's a back end of the parking lot, which is covered in shade, shaded by trees. I'd park there. I, I had a uh, roll-up blanket, and I'd sleep in that at night. And my wife was fine with that. And I was so independent that I didn't even miss her at all. We've been doing so long, and uh, you know what? I had a feeling I'd feeling been gone for a while. Um, if I was feeling that way, I should have guessed that she didn't bring up me at some point. <laughs> but it still struck me hard. But the point is that I go all by myself, and I'd work a full day. You know, you're home at Fridays and only earlier days in, in the construction industry, so uh, we'd probably get out around 3 or 4. And, uh, yeah, now I get my shit together, get a little drunk. Bring all my alcohol, grab a five-hour energy shot of a Red Bull, and book it down to P-Town, and go rock all night to metal and rock music live. Local bands mostly, but more than just that. And, uh, yeah, I would um, crash in my car for the three hours I could sleep. Oh. <laughs> yep, and uh, dose up at the clinic, and I get ready for work the next day. Slept in the car once before and overnight or in the hospital parking lot. Yeah, that was fun. Well, honey, I got stuck in the hospital parking lot with no ride. And living in Dresden. But I got a ride, though, because I talked to people. I asked some people who took until finally $40 was enough to bribe somebody to bring me to Dresden. Then he seen the car that I can't drive that's pretty much all the way illegal. 
comes over a few nights later with a half ounce of weed and three hundred dollars. Buys my car, buys a piece of shit car off me. I can never drive again. And uh, Bob is your uncle. Very much. You never know where you're gonna meet interesting people. So one thing I'm gonna say is that, in my opinion, it's not on any list, but my opinion, one thing about being masculine is being able to adapt and make the best of every situation. I get a pattern of being feminine too. Basically, these are strong characteristic traits. Now, because what's feminine might be masculine and vice versa. These are traits of people that have strong characteristics. So if you are in a situation where you are presented with something very unpleasant, very difficult to deal with, um, and you can make the best of it and cope with it better than those around you, you are having showing strong charisma. Very um, so. Matt, I know you struggle with that sometimes. I did too, but I'm not, I'm not going to do it now. But my last story, I have had so much shit happen to me. Um, I actually respond the most calmly in the most dire situations. The worse it gets, the more calm I'll respond. Um, totally in the car. Oh. My boyfriend leaving me as far as I knew and not talking to me for a while. Um, I handle all these things with a beating heart as fast as it can go, but I handle them calmly. I did not act out of simply emotion alone. I acted based on a sense of logic on what would be acceptable at this moment. And sometimes that is doing nothing and just going through daily life. And uh, I've, I've learned what, what uh, I believe I've learned at least things. I hope I have. Um, and hubby, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm saying that I've gotten to know um, how to deal with you somewhat when you are getting angry at me. Yeah, you have. And I've learned the same way with you. Yeah, granted, there are times where we still have our different differences. Hmm. Who doesn't? True, but no couple is ever perfect. Exactly. But you learn, you adapt, and you move forward. Right now, we are past the adaptation stage. I'd say we are moving forward in the relationship. Oh, yes, I agree fully. Matt and I here had a bunch of problems recently. And we're, anyway, we're not, not going to do that. So, uh, number 11 here on the list is innovative. Okay, so like, this is here, quote unquote, no, you don't need to suddenly become Steve Jobs or one, or a multi-million dollar startup company. No. But being innovative is what I'm doing right now. I'm creating a podcast, so I'm trying to. Whether it picks up or not, that is up to you guys if you like it or not, and up to me to make it better if you don't. Um, but until then, I'm being as innovative as I possibly can. Okay? I'm trying my best. And, um, and a great job you're doing out of there. Thank you. That. Yeah. And Matt, you're being innovated by you trying to score another job in your field of choice, which is hospice care. It See is. any work, yeah. So and, um, hear back from soon. You have till tomorrow to call. I do. Yep. So hopefully, I'm trying today even. But um, yeah, so being innovative, you know, you try different things, try new things. When I'm at work, um, I've been dish. I've been a dishwasher at my job for about two years. If I see a dishwasher doing something that I think looks like it would be productive and do better than how I do it. I will take their advice. Even they're brand new. Hey, if they, if they figured out something I didn't figure out, I'll take it. New ideas are good. Is it, does it make the job easier? I'll take it. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not afraid to admit if I noticed something, um, which is modesty. It's on this list either. I believe that modesty is a big character trait, especially to men, that is very important to have. And uh, if you're toxic masculine, uh, you know, in ways like you um, emphasize strength over uh, bronze over brain, etc. And yeah, you're probably not going to be high scaling us, uh, um, weighing high on the on the modesty scale there, nah, um, right? Not even close. So modesty, in my opinion, is when you basically can admit your faults. You know, when people are better than you, um, 
you can hit when you're wrong. And, uh, yeah. and being modest like that is very important to um, being a person in general. Whether you're a male, woman, doesn't matter. As long as you're modest, you know, uh, humility is another thing. Having humility is a major deal. Humility means basically that you can say, um, you know what? I messed up on that. And um, I'll, yeah, well, you know what? I could have done so much better. I really could have done better. I didn't put any effort into that. I'm so sorry. That's humility. Yes. Humility is admitting when you've done something wrong, maybe when you have not worked up to um, standard and uh, taking it with a grain of salt. And uh, yeah, it's humility. Um, those are very important traits to have. Okay. Let me go into unhealthy masculine traits. There are some. Um, these are very simple. I'm going to list them off. I'm not going to go into detail on these. They say what they are. Control. Dominance. Abuse. Confrontational. It is okay to be confrontational sometimes if you're standing up for yourself. Unsupportive. in a positive manner. Yes. Be positive about it. Don't be confrontational just saying, you did this, now you did that. No. Be confrontational in a mature manner. It's to say, excuse me, um, you know, I love you very much. Um, but when you did X, Y, Z yesterday, that, that really hurt me. And um, I, 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 I'd like to be addressed. You don't have to apologize right now, but if you can at least address it and you acknowledge that you did something that hurt me, that would make me feel better. That's being confrontational in a positive manner. So anyway, continuing on, unsupportive, unstable. And that can mean many, many, many different things. Like it says here, you know, I'm talking about financial stability. There are people, you know, work full time, they still can't pay the bills. And you don't necessarily display unhealthy masculine traits, but I am a bit unstable myself. I'll admit that right now. I am I'm not fully stable. Um I, I usually am because of my medication. Um, but I lose myself sometimes. I lose myself hard. And that lack of instability, um, that, that lack of stability um, really affects me, and uh, it, it's not fun. Um, and the thing is that I know when I'm doing it, but I can't control it at the time. Um, I'm trying my best to be able to control it and be like, no, I'm going to be stable. And sometimes it just raises the head and just jumps out at me and just attacks me, <laughs> to put it about, for lack of better words. Um, but, you know, Matt here is here to keep me on track, and... Uh, I'm at work. I just keep everything under wraps. Okay. Next one, competitiveness. Um, I am not competitive about anything. I do not gamble. I do not believe in being competitive. I believe that we all get done at our own pace whenever we're ready. The end. Aggression. I've talked about this already. I've talked about my past. talked about people that were aggressive. I was aggressive. I have done things to my ex-wife that I regret every day, okay, out of aggression. And uh, it really can ruin a man uh, or a woman too. Um, my ex-girlfriend was very aggressive towards me, and I had to put up with that. And I honestly, I saw it, and this is a dysfunctional thinking, but I saw it as something I deserved because I had done worse to my ex-wife, so I deserved to have worse back to me. Anyway, so progression. Here we go. Almost done. Egotistical. Now that's something I'm not. That goes in direct conflict with what I call humility. Okay. Um, if you if you're egotistical, you are not you don't have no humility. Um, basically, you think you're just all that and that's in a bag of chips, and um, like you just talk yourself up. No, nobody likes that. There, there there's nothing there when you when you're like that. There's nothing there for you. Um, you will you'll see no reward for it. Nobody will be impressed. Um, I believe, I'd like to believe that most people in this world these days know better than that. So good luck with that. 
Number 10. Matthew, I'm sorry. Vanity. And what does my dear Matthew have to say about vanity? Oh, vanity is a very, very, very bad thing. How so? Well, if you're vain, it takes away from being the true you. I've noticed. Yep. It does. And other people see that. You wanna you wanna you want to assume a persona. Um, a one of class or higher status, correct? If that's the way you're looking at it, I guess. I mean, how do you act in your vein? Be me? honest with us. Oh heck, I can actually tell you a story. When I was younger, um, I'm gonna make a quick story here. Mm-hmm. Um, back in my high school, like early middle school years, I was super vain. I had to look a certain way. I had to, you know dress a certain I way. never would have thought about it but I was vain as hell as well I yeah. I spent my hair up every day to a perfect mohawk and I wore the exact right clothing every day perfectly coated coated I was goth as all hell but you know what I was vain as fuck about it I was very posh mm-hmm. I was I was um dark <laughs> yeah you were dark but I still cared so much about my image when anybody else in the, the whole school like I cared so much yeah yeah and even that itself is Vanity. Oh. So. So, yeah, being vanity, having vanity, being vain is not something that's um, endearing. So, here's another quote, lastly, from lovepanky.com. Quote, unquote, what many people get confused about is that being a man has nothing to do with large muscles or sleeping with a ton of chicks. And if you value your masculinity based on superficial things, you have yet to become a man. Superficial means things that are on the surface. They're not on the inside. I had an ex-boyfriend that brought um, a gun into my house. Now, keep in mind, he was a security you know, cop. My boss, one of my rules, though, you know, was a cop? Security, security, security guard. Security guard. Like, rent like, a cop. Pretty much, yes. Rent yeah. a cop. The guy sat there, brought in a gun, unloaded it, taken it apart on my coffee table. I'd be pissed. I was livid. Most people, we live in Maine, most people would have no problem with that here. No, most people wouldn't. They but... Wouldn't, but we are different. Um, I do not like guns because they, uh, all they scream to me is all those gun accidents I've heard where children have died. Yes. I remember an incident a few years ago. Um, do you think people where, are not responsible with them? No, even like younger. I, I, a seven-year-old girl actually shot a five-year-old brother and killed him. I remember that story. Parents, they, they kept it loaded, safety off in their drawer, and they... And they were outside barbecuing or something. Oh, God. That's not... Anyway, that's another subject. Yeah. Um, Um, Masculinity does not mean having a gun or a weapon on you, okay? No, it doesn't. Having a self-defense item is totally okay. But it does not mean having a gun to a semi-automatic in your cupboard. Exactly. Well, his excuse was, it makes me feel like a man. Excuse me? You know what makes you feel like a man? What makes you feel like a man? Making love to you. Say it again. Making love to you. Mm -hmm. See, that's what makes you a man. You admit that what you do with another person is what makes you stronger. I can do that. And I believe that being masculine is not so much about what you have, what you do, or your muscles, or um, what you're trained in, or your job. That can all be part of it. But it really is about how much you are mentally and how well you can treat your partner as much as you love him or her. You know, that's being a man. And 
taking care of children, you know, that's being a man. Being true to being, yourself. Yes, yes, getting a job you want. If you want that, if you look, if you if you hate your job and you keep seeing an advertisement for job B, and uh, you keep looking at it and eventually you go for it, that's being a man. Yeah. You know, um, Very much so. Yeah. Trying to better yourself, that's being a man. All right, so this was uh, Chevy and Matthew. Um, uh, resulting on the concept of masculinity. Uh, I'm going to end this recording now and call it a night and get some sleep. We've been way too late for 3 a.m. thoughts. Thanks for listening to 3 a.m. thoughts. I hope we get some listeners. Have See ya. Man.